Thanks for joining us here. Wager Rager, D-Nice, Conference Championship Weekend here with Bet Crushers. We have both Bet Crushers here. Dose, we got JJ and we got Yanni. What's going on, fellas? Living the dream. I am uh, recovering from last weekend's football, ready to look ahead and talk some championship games. It's been four days since that. I'm not going to rub any salt or any wounds. We're all pulling for the Bills. I mean, we honestly are all pulling the Bills. It just didn't happen. We can rehash this maybe on a podcast next week, and we'll talk about teams that are eliminated and maybe their futures. I'm sure the Bills have contract situations. There's been all kinds of moves going on, Sean Payton, everything like that. There'll be plenty to discuss next week in the bye week. But, yeah, it's tough. Here we are, the Chiefs and the Bengals. If you would have told me that the Bengals were in the conference championship game a couple months ago, I'd, I'd be laughing hysterically, to be honest with you. But, hey, they've gotten it done, and the Chiefs uh, – if you would have told people in September or early October that they'd be in the Super Bowl, they, they'd say, okay, how? Because they, they looked kind of not so hot in the early going, but guess what? There's 18 games, 18 weeks to the season now, 17 games, and there's there's like four or five seasons within the season, and here we are with the Chiefs hosting, what is it, four years in a row in the conference championship game? Wow. Mm. How about it? Four in a row. Good old Andy Reid. He did not host four in a row in Philly. He made it to four in a row, hosted three in a row. They lost two of the three. <laughs> they lost good. two of the three, though. And yeah. this is Patrick Mahomes. How many consecutive home games, home playoff games in a row? He's never been in a road playoff game. How about that one? That is wild. That never lost a playoff game to an opposing quarterback not named Tom Brady. Wow. Hmm. wow. About that. That's wow. wild. Yeah, because he lost yeah. in the conference championship game in overtime. And that's when they tried to have the overtime rules shifted a few weeks, a few weeks, a few years. And in the back. Super Bowl. Yeah. And then in the Super Bowl last year. Wow. wow. So does that mean that he's going to get through and win the Super Bowl this year? Well, he's got to get through this game first. Let me make sure I'm going in order, but this is the Just early means, game, right? Chiefs Bengals. It means he can't hold Tom Brady's jock. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he'll see Tom Brady again, but that would have to happen in a Super Bowl. And who knows how many years that Tom Brady has left, but that'll be another another topic. Probably for another podcast. seven. Probably. <laughs> it's probably going to go into his 53, probably. Well, yeah. 15 more. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that guy's a robot. So, but he's he's not yeah. in it this year. That's that's kind of nice to be honest with you. I know that a couple of us might have had Bucks futures, but it's nice having Tom Brady out of the mix. Like we're not going to see Brady in the Super Bowl. That's I think that's a win for all. So, speaking of wins, let's try to find some wins. Chiefs, Bengals. It is what is this? Three o'clock in the afternoon, so we get time again to be real human beings until three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> for whatever that's worth, yeah, right. For whatever that's worth, we're probably still going to be talking bets and stuff like that up until the game. Like we're probably just going to spoil those those uh, couple of hours that we have here. So Chiefs are favored by oh, it just ticked to seven and a half at Fanduel. It's seven and a half minus one hundred four. Plus seven and a half for the Bengals. There are sevens out there, but there's money coming in right now. Thursday evening we're recording on Kansas City. Over under has soared up to 54 and a half. This open did this open at 50 and a half, Yanni? 51. I believe it opened at 50 and a half. Jesus. Did you get uh, it at 50 and a half? I didn't. No, I did not. I didn't. Thoughts on this game? Thoughts on any of those spreads? And if you don't like any of it. Tell me maybe some prop bets that you might like. Cause I know that these games are tough at this point. And I know that we like conference championship games a little bit more in years past compared to this year. I think speaking for myself. 
Well, I'll go first. I'll jump in here. And I think that there's a couple things you want to look at here. If we're looking at a pure betting perspective, um, it was brought up by a lot of people that the books are pretty well in tune for big games like these. These are heavily wagered activities. As a result, the books have put a lot of time into making sure they're going to be on the right side of what's going on here. Um, you know, so I think that when you really look at finding an edge or a value, at least from an analytical standpoint, it's kind of hard to do, but I do think you can look and you can kind of look at the matchups and, and see what you like in those terms. To your point, the money seems to be coming in on Kansas city. It's hard to imagine the Bengals going on the road and winning, but then again, it was hard to imagine to your point that they'd be in this position to have a chance. So, you know, they've kind of been down out it all year and Joe Burrow saying, Hey, don't, don't, don't call us the underdogs. We're a good team. We deserve to be here. And he's right. Um, if you're looking at betting this game, I think you've got a few options here. I think first and foremost, if you want to bet a side to me, I'm taking the points and both of these teams have covered against the spread their last six games. So it's kind of strength against strength. Something's got to give wow. here. I think you got to take the points because it's hard to imagine either of these teams blowing the other one out. It could happen. You got, you know, some potent offenses, it could happen, but they played a close game, what, three weeks ago? So we, Week we've 17. seen that already, right? And obviously the big difference here is we're playing in Arrowhead instead of that young Cincinnati team playing in the, you know, cozy confines of their home stadium there. But how much of an impact does that have? How much, how many points are you willing to give that? I think we're looking at probably another close game. I would guess that it's going to be pretty high scoring again. It was the first time we've seen both of these teams rolling pretty well on offense. So I think when you look at that, you say it's probably going to be close. So if you can get seven or seven and a half points, I think that's, that's the route you want to go. Now, that being said, I think there's a better option than that. I actually think there's two better options than that. Um, the first option you can look at is the Kansas City team total, which right now you can get at 31 and a half, um, you know, around that mark there. This team's offense has really been heating up, as you've seen. Mahomes has been dialed in. They've been on fire. They've put up over 40 the last couple of weeks. They really started getting things going the last, call it, four or five weeks of the season here. I think they'll get to 32 points. The Spengel's defense is, is solid, but they're certainly not great. And even against a, a higher-ranked defense like the Bills we saw a week ago, when it's time for this Chiefs team to play, they play. So I think we're going to see a better game from guys like Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, and I think that they're going to get over that mark. So I think playing that Kansas City team total is an option. And finally, I think the best option of all here is to play this game as a one-part tease here and tease Kansas City down to minus one or minus one and a half, even if, if you're looking at that seven and a half right now, you can probably get it at minus one. Um, now, obviously, you can pair that in the other game. I think you can pair that with San Francisco. I know we'll get to that game in a minute here. But I like teasing it here because I want to see, and actually I do want to see despite my bet here, I'd like to see Cincinnati come in and figure out how to win this game. I think it would be awesome. But I want to see this young Bengals team go into a proven Patrick Mahomes hostile environment. And are they going to win that game, even if they play well? I mean, we saw the Bills play a really good game, at least offensively, and they didn't win. So I yeah. like Kansas City when all they need to do is win here with a tease. To me, that's my favorite play. Look at that Kansas City team total as an alternate there. If you want to play the side, I think you got to take the Bengals, and that's that's where I'm at. Okay, interesting thoughts. The tease, I know that three of us all have. I like the tease, of course. I do think that Kansas City gets out of this game. In terms of looking at the last time that they played, I was just taking a look at the box score. It's pretty even overall. I mean, Kansas City 
what ended up losing by I had it up on my screen and then I shifted off. I know that it was dead even in first downs, 23, 23, there was close to 900 total yards in the game. And then what Kansas city had the lead since he had the ball on the goal line. And then Kansas city bailed him out with a penalty or two, right? Is that what went down? Travis Kelsey was coming off of not injury, but COVID. I think he missed a game and he was out. He wasn't practicing for 10 games. He had like five for 25 in that game. He didn't look right. He didn't do much. He wasn't right. So I think that they're going to get, I don't know if I want to say fully healthy Travis Kelsey, but the healthiest that he's been in a while, he had his lulls during the season, but I think that he's going to look pretty good here. I think we'd all be fools to think that Cincinnati is going to hold this team under 30 points. Now we do have to get to 32. I think that we could easily get there. Patrick Mahomes, another home game for him. Andy Reid, another home game. And the Bengals' path to victory or the Bengals' path to cover, is it a shootout? It's not a low-scoring game. (laughs) I mean, in in what world is this a low-scoring game? But is this just jump on them early here, JJ, and hope that you can just put up a a crooked number in the first half, a 2024 spot for the Bengals, similar to what we saw with, what was that, Houston or – Tennessee a couple years back in the conference championship game or second round, mm-hmm. I think it was 24, nothing Houston. I mean, that's what I'm going to roll the dice with a little bit. Here is the first half over. I went, went with over 27. Um, not obviously not as big as the teaser, just because, you know, like Yanni said, that's a very sound play. You're expecting that team to win. That team's laying seven, seven and a half points. Uh, anyways, I, I really kind of struggled with this total. And if anything, I leaned under, which was a little bit odd. And then I dug in a little bit more. You know, basically, I'm looking at both of these defenses and being in decent shape. I mean, you can poke holes in either one of them. Um, but nonetheless, I think they're they're decent defenses. So really, it's about some of those matchup um, components that Yanni's, you know, pretty proficient at looking into. But it's the offenses. I mean, Cincinnati's offense trending a little bit better, but they've been fairly stable for this season, but it's KC's that's really popped. And I go back and I look at Cincinnati and, and what they've done in their recent games. Maybe it's a little bit of recency bias. I don't know, but they, to a degree, I think their first halves play to the tendency of their opponent. Obviously we saw that last week, first and foremost, when we knew what Tennessee's game plan was going to be Cincinnati's Cincinnati, Cincinnati knew that, fair and square on defense and they played one hell of a game that patchwork defensive line was was on it and they got critical stops when they needed it but you go back to the vegas game you know they've that was one of four in a row where they've scored they've been in games where they've scored more than half of their points for the game in the first half in the first half interesting they got there against vegas they got there in that kc game i mean 45 of those 65 points were scored in the first half 45 in a blowout against a Lamarless Baltimore to, yep. to uh, get close to wrapping the season up. Even though we had a week 18 without Chase and Burrow, they still almost got there, 21 points with Cleveland, but that was 21 of 35 points for the game. It was a little bit of a scrub week 18, so I don't know what to make of that. But you have to go back to a common opponent of KC and Cincinnati to really see where both of them were not even close to – putting up a ton of points in the first half, let alone, and that was at mile high. Cincinnati went out there, nine total first half points out of 25 for the game. That was the one that that stopped Kansas City in their last four games from getting getting over, being involved in, in games that got over that first half, 27, 
Buffalo, obviously, even a dead Pittsburgh in the opening round of the playoffs. And then obviously that Cincinnati game. So I'm going to take a crack at the over 27. I don't hate it. I mean, if I'm going to think that there's points in this game where most of the points going to come from, from the get-go, you know that Cincinnati's not going to try to come out and run the ball with Joe Mixon. That's not your path to success in Kansas City. I don't know. The weather looks pretty good. Zach Taylor's done me wrong before, I guess. Yeah, I mean, look, does Zach Taylor get too much hate? We're going to figure that out a little bit more in this game, I guess. Um, really interesting that I was taking a look at the Chiefs' schedule. I know that they haven't played a lot of solid teams on the stretch, but a lot of the games against what I'll call high-caliber teams, upper-caliber teams, they, they played close games. Obviously, they, they lost that one against the Bengals. The Broncos in Week 18, I'm not sure what was going on, but I'm not sure if they weren't taking it too seriously. But they've blown the Raiders out twice, but they, they had that lull in the middle of the season, right, where, where they were struggling against Washington. They did end up winning 31-13, but that's where it was like identity crisis time. It was like, okay, what's going on with this team? But even yeah. after that, they got blown out against the Titans, barely beat the Giants. And then they've had, for all intents and purposes, a pretty damn easy schedule. They blew the Steelers out twice, like I said, the Broncos. Then last weekend was probably the best we've seen this offense going up against a team not named the Raiders for the entire, I mean, past two to three months, I'd say, Yanni. So in this case, even even if I, you know, when I look after adjusting for, you know, opponents defense, this KC offense, I still have, you know, when I'm looking back at the last six adjusted six points higher on offense than they were for the entire season. So, you know, that's just an indicator to me that they're really clicking, you know, regardless of the caliber of defense they're playing. Again, like I said, you know, Cincinnati, they have they have holes, but I think this is a tough defense. This is a, t- a defense that, you know, does what they can and I think is generally, um, you know, would say above average. But it's I think it comes down to execution on offense more than anything here. I'm with you. So. Just to recap here so far, Chiefs Bengals first half over 27. I'll probably ride with you because it's a fun bet too. Like, do I want to watch a 10-6 first half? No. And if I do, then yeah, whatever. I know. That's uh, those are the worst, though. Chiefs with the T's. If I had to bet anything, get yourself a seven and a half. I, I don't know exactly when people will be listening, if they're listening on Friday, Saturday, if it's out there, but it seems like it's moving towards seven and a half right now. So that could be a trend. Maybe there's some more exotic bets too, like. Yanni, I think you had a couple with Mahomes or there was another one for most yards on the McKinnon 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 for most rush yards on the weekend. Is that what it was? Yeah. You know, the cool thing about when you get to the end of the season and you get to these where you got two standalone games and Super Bowl is these sites have so many freaking bets out there. But it can be fun if you're playing responsibly. And I think you can maybe find some value there. So we, we looked at a couple here. Um if you assume that Garoppolo and Stafford are not going to throw for a ton of yards in their game, which I think is a relatively fair assumption, you're basically looking at who's going to throw for the most yards between Burrow and Mahomes. Pick your favorite there, and you can bet either of those at near plus 200. Burrow's over plus 200. Mahomes is just under plus 200. So, you know, realistically speaking, you're saying one guy or the other. Pick whoever you think is going to throw more. I think that's a fun bet that you can do that has a nice return if you, if you want to look for something like that. And then to your point, um, when you look at most rushing yards for the weekend, 
Yes, obviously the favorites are Elijah Mitchell and Cam Akers. They are kind of the bell cows, hard-running guys, mixing his third in there. But Elijah Mitchell is going to be running against a tough defense. He's going to split time with Debo Samuel. Um, Akers is going to be going against another good run defense in San Francisco. Sonny Michelle gets some carries there. Um, I, you know, Mixon didn't do well against Kansas City. So that kind of leads you to that next level. And you can get Jarek McKinnon 12 to 1. Now, we could see a lot of Clyde Edwards Lair. So I understand if you're cautious on that. But again, these are kind of those fun bets that give you a little bit of value. Um, I don't know that you want to make your living betting these things, but if you want to have a little fun, I think you can find some value with some things like that off the board. I like those. And again, like you said, bet responsibly, obviously don't go putting your whole paycheck here at the end of January on any of these bets, but I'm going to try to get the best numbers on those. You got those at Bovada. I'm sure DraftKings, FanDuel, Caesars Draft- will have them up. Yeah. DraftKings has a prop where it's Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow to combine for 600 plus passing yards plus 150. It's not awful if you think it's going to be a shootout. I mean, obviously, you're yeah, saying that someone needs to get to 350, 400 in that case. But looking at the last box score, Joe Burrow, when they played in week 17, 446 yards, 30 of 39 passing. Mahomes only had 259. But yeah, Tyreek Hill, I don't know if he had an injury, but Tyreek Hill only had 40 yards in that game. I need to go back and see what happened. See, like, did they limit him somehow? And Travis Kelsey only had 25 yards. So that uh, really led to Mahomes not being able to get to 300 yards. Another prop bet that I think we like, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, CEH, over 35 and a half rush yards. We like that one. Yanni, JJ, I know that we are talking about this. Clyde got seven carries last week for 60 yards. Looked pretty good. I think that I could easily see him getting another seven to 10 totes. Obviously, game state's involved here. If the Chiefs find themselves down 24-7 somehow, obviously I don't like that as much, but guess what? You just got to pull off one. So just give me a quick 35 yards in the first quarter, and I think that we could see a winner here with CEH. Are there any other props that that we missed? I mean, Joe Joe Burrows over under eight and a half rush yards. I know that we like the quarterback, and it's technically not prime time. It's three in the afternoon, but it's, it's the biggest game he's ever. Well, so is it the biggest game he's been? It technically is because I guess the national championship game is huge, but this is a little bit bigger, I guess, and it's more hostile because you're on the road, right? Yeah. It's your pro career and a chance to go to the Super Bowl, so it's bigger. That has nothing to do with the eight and a half yards. I know that he doesn't run the ball, but if you want to really get up in the air and sexy with something there, you could do eight and a half. <laughs> and uh, not sure why I said that. Joe Mixon has been struggling <laughs> to get his total lately. He's at 57 and a half. I don't know if I'm going to do anything, but you're not going to convince me to bet the over. I'll tell you that much on Joe Mixon. If anything, I would go under on Mixon. So, but we do think the Chiefs make it out of this, right? And the Chiefs are going to, it's so fire, right? So far. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it, not. It's hard. It's hard to see. And people have been doubting this Bengals team all year. It's hard to see them pulling this off and it's not to say they can't they again they beat them just a few weeks ago it's it's possible but it's difficult to see that happening a lot has to go their way agreed do we want to do final score predictions and if you want i I can go first final score prediction i'm going to call it 33 26 kansas city and that's probably a little square pick because i know that's right on this right on the spread right on the number but i'm saying saying 33 26 JJ? Mm. 1610. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not good for your first, first half. First quarter. <laughs> yeah. For, first quarter. Go to, go to Yanni. I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to. Yanni. Do it's late. 
Yeah, I, I'm going to say 34-27. So I, I think, again, that spread, to your point, a little square. But I think that spread is about where it should be. I think it's uh, about a touchdown game here, and that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. Probably should have told you guys that I would ask this question up front, but, you know, I don't really plan that well. I probably should have said, hey, come with score predictions, but sometimes it's better off the cuff, right? And, JJ, yeah. if you want to pass, you're allowed to no, pass. No, I'll go 30-23. 30, 23, 53 total points. It would be just under that could happen. And Hey, if it's 30, 24, that'll make anybody happy. That has been yeah, plus six and a half because this, this did open at six and a half. Right. And then got bet up. I thought it was. Yeah. Seven. I, I think it opened seven. It's all in my head. Uh, well, that was a good time to go to the next game anyways. Cause it's yep. up then let's go to SoFi. Raise your hand if you had SoFi being the host of the conference championship game, because I did not. I did not think the Rams would be hosting this game, especially after them not looking so hot second half of the year. Stafford not looking so hot second half of the year. And they were up big, big-ish. Let's call it, what, 17 nothing week 18 last week of the season to push the Niners, potentially push the Niners out of the playoffs. They didn't get it Couldn't done. Do Sean McVay that. was celebrating in the end zone. He was getting yelled at by the ref, right? It was 17 nothing. The Arizona Cardinals <laughs> were looking up at the scoreboard saying, hey, if only we could win this game, we might be able to take this division potentially maybe or no. Or no, I probably got that one wrong because the Rams were ahead. If they would have won and the Niners won that game, the Cardinals would have won that division, right? Oh, God. I'm confusing everybody now. I don't remember. <laughs> you it's lost been me three weeks. <laughs> it's been three weeks. And I'm just like, what the happened? Bottom line, it, bottom line is the Cardinals aren't in the playoffs anymore. The Rams and 49ers are. That, that's all we need to know at this point. Yeah. So at this point, it's just Rams and Niners. And the spread is Rams minus three and a half. That's so five. Niners plus three and a half. Niners are plus 148 on the money line. The over and under currently is 45 and a half. Yanni, thoughts on this game? We all have Niners to win the NFC. We've got futures tickets, so I'm obviously rooting for the Niners. Yeah, I mean, you can certainly hedge if you're sitting on a ticket like that, but I, I think when you look at this game, um, obviously division teams that know each other well, they've played each other twice. This is the third game. No surprises here, right? It's it's two teams that are going to try to punch each other and, and see what happens. Um, I, I think the interesting thing is that old cliche of it's hard to beat a team three times in a season. It's not always true. In, in fact, when you go back throughout history, two thirds of the time, the team that won the first two wins the third. Obviously, there's usually a reason that they won the first two. It's probably because they're either a better team or they match up well, better coach, whatever the situation might be. So speaking of better coach, we know that Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay. That, that's nothing new here. Um, and you wonder if that pressure might get to McVay a little bit in this game. I'm not really sure. I think the Rams are a better team overall than San Francisco, but not substantially. I think these teams are close. I think the big advantage that the Rams have is at the quarterback position. However, we've also talked about how Jimmy G is pretty disrespected. So even though Stafford is uh, you know, a tick higher than Jimmy G or maybe a few ticks higher than Jimmy G, this isn't exactly Matt Stafford playing Sam Darnold here. Jimmy G can win a game like this. He's proven that he's beaten this Rams team. So I think when you look at it here and you say, okay, the team winning the first two wins two thirds of the time on game three, why not? Why not? I mean, is that home field advantage in SoFi that big of a deal? I don't think it is. No, so, I do not yeah, think it is. 
No, you, you look at the matchup here. I think this is going to be a physical game. Um, I think this is going to be a close game. You could take the Niners on the money line. I think that's a play, but I'm taking the three and a half points because I actually am expecting this to be a three-point LA Ram win. Um, that's kind of where I've got it pegged here. So, you know, I'll take that three and a half because I do think it's going to be close. I think the Niners have a chance to win the game. I think they have a very good chance to win the game, but I'll go ahead and take the points. To what we referenced earlier, if you are teasing Kansas City, I think the Niners are certainly in play for a tease here. And I realize it's not your standard, you know, plus two to eight tease, but you're getting nine and a half if you're teasing them. That's over one score, which to me is really what I'm looking at because I don't see this Niners team getting blown out in this game. Um, I think that they'll keep this game close, competitive. They may even win it. So one score, give me that. And, you know, the last thing I'll say is if you can find a 46, I actually like the under in this game. I think these teams are both going to be, you know, playing a little bit conservative here. I think we're going to see a lot of attempts at runs. I think these teams know each other well enough to slow down a Cooper Cup as much as you can slow him down, to slow down a Debo Samuel as much as you can slow him down. Even though these teams went over, obviously they went to overtime before. I like the under in this game. So give me the give me the 49ers here. Obviously, the tease is my favorite play, but give me three and a half here. And if you want my advice on the total there, I'm taking under as well. Should be a good one. I do want your advice because I'm in a pick pool where I need to pick three picks total this weekend. There's only four options. There's only a few, a few teams still balling. <laughs> still balling. I'm, I'm in second place right now. Yes. So right. Niners plus three and a half is going to be one of them. I got to decide what to do with the Bengals and Chiefs. I think I might go and do both dogs and then choose one of the totals. But it, it's obviously very tough. Yes. I've got that Niners ticket. I'm going to sit on it. I'm going to tease the Niners up, tease them with the Chiefs. Last time they played, which was only a few weeks ago, for some reason it feels like a little bit longer ago, but that's the month of January. It just drags and drags. Both quarterbacks had turnovers. We know that Jimmy G has had injuries. He did throw for 316. He looked really good in the second half of that game, if I recall correctly. Obviously, yeah, because the Rams went up 17 nothing, And 23 of 32, not bad. Matthew Stafford. Three touchdowns, two interceptions in that game. That did go to OT. If the Niners lose that game, they're not even in the playoffs, which is crazy. Like we have the Saints as the seven seed. And here we are, Niners with a chance to Thank get God the Niners got in. I know because they're they're one of the best teams out there. And credit to Yanni, who said, what is it, week 15, 16? We were looking at it and saying, of all the futures prices out there, you could sell me on Colts, Bengals, Niners. And we hit a couple of them and two of the teams right here are playing this weekend. So that's not bad. If you had to guess, and I'm putting you guys on the spot again, Yanni, Niners total yards in that week 18 game. Niners total yards in that game. I'm going to say 450. 449. And this is why Yanni's good. Holy crap. He went over though. I know. I So so you lost. To the one Rams. yard, one yeah. yard. <laughs> <laughs> to the Rams, 265. I didn't realize the total yards were that lopsided. I guess the Rams Jeez. tried to take the air out of the ball a little bit after going up early. But that's well, too – yeah, they, they ran the ball well, the Niners did in that game. And I think you mentioned Jimmy G threw for 316. Is that what you said? He did, 316. So, yeah, you know, you figure I knew they ran for over 100. He threw 316. There, There's your total right there. And I, I don't – I mean, I don't see – 
I don't see that happening again from Jimmy G. If he throws for 316 yards, I'll be surprised in this game. I mean, I think everybody would be a little bit surprised if that happens. I, I think that this is going to be a lot more – I don't want to call this old-school smash mouth, but I think we're just going to see a lot more of these coaches playing a little bit more conservative, especially early in the game, running the football. They may take their shots if they're there. But I, I don't know. I think, again, th- this to me has the markings of an under. And look, just like we always say, could it be 40 to 37? Absolutely. These teams, I mean, you got guys like Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel and some of the best players in the league out there. Mm-hmm. But give me the give me the under. I like the defenses here. I, I like Aaron Donald. I like Nick Bosa. I like those guys. I think that, that at the end of the day, they're going to make it rough for both of these quarterbacks and, and probably slow the run down as well. Looking at some props also, and JJ, I'll get your take on this. Player longest pass. So longest pass of the game, Jimmy Garoppolo, 36 and a half. I know the conditions are good in SoFi, but I know this guy's got some injuries. And you can't say, okay, look, he didn't do anything in Lambo. It was snowing. It was zero degrees. But 36 and a half seems a little bit high. Mm. Stafford at 39 and a half. I'm not going to bet it. Not necessarily. Over under on these player pass yards, 277 and a half for Stafford, 228 and a half for Jimmy G. Wow. And we'll pull up some other props as well. JJ, doing anything with this game? You have it tease, leaning. I got a tease. That's all I've got. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I make it, you know, Rams three, three and a half, which is, you know, that's not a cop out. That's, but that's what the uh, market says. So I've teased the uh, Niners. How proud are you of me of not saying that it's the third time they've played this season? Because the last time they were breaking down a game that where they played three times, I think I said it 10 times. Yeah, Buffalo, New England. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turned out that wasn't a good game. <laughs> it was a good game. It was a good game. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> if you had the Bills, and I had the Bills, and I had the Bills. Team total, the 20, team 40, total 27 and a half or whatever. We had the Bills yeah. and the team total. That was a great game all the okay. way around. It's beautiful. But not a good game for the NFL in terms of having viewers throughout the entire game. But I, I yeah, totally everybody agree. was complaining about some of those games, it seemed yeah. like. And it was just like, I don't know, man. I won a bunch of money that weekend. All the That's games true. seemed pretty good to me. <laughs> That's true. And then last <laughs> well, weekend, everything came down to, to a field goal or a walk-off. Yeah, yeah. They, they made up for it last wow. week. I, I saw that it peaked uh, the Bills-Chiefs game at 52 million viewers. I mean, that's insane. That's insane. How about that was the largest margin of victory last weekend, too? Yeah. The Chiefs yeah. in overtime by six. <laughs> it was going to be the Buffalo three. They would have completed the 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 superfecta the the superfecta the 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 quad box quadfecta there so mm-hmm. and then in that game back in week 18 i'm just taking a look again a uke six catches 107 yards debo four for 95 debo's been ridiculous Ayuk's been coming on hasn't he is it just me he's, he's played well the last five or six games of the season he yeah, yeah, he yeah. was a he was a virtual no-show the first 10 12 weeks of the season but he he's he getting looks. yeah he came on well the last handful of weeks he's actually played pretty well I'm saying Rams by three in this game. I definitely want the Niners in this game, but I'm saying Rams by three. And as I've talked and thought more and more through it, I don't necessarily think it's a shootout. I know in week 18 it was, but the Niners had everything on the line. And the Rams had everything on the line too because they were playing for that one seed. And I'm not going to try to rehash what the Arizona Cardinals situation was, like I found in the beginning, because it doesn't matter because they're not in the fucking playoffs anymore. But this could be a game where, where they're just slow playing it. And I know that both teams, their pass rushes have been incredible. And I know 
mid-season when they got Von Miller, I said they gave up a lot. How much does this guy have left? That guy looks like a stud right now. Wow. Yep. That guy looks like a stud. And if either of these teams get into the Super Bowl, well, obviously one of the teams has to get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's not going to be the Raiders. It's not going to be the Eagles or the Saints. Both of these teams have a shot in the Super Bowl because we saw what happened last year, and I'm getting two weeks ahead of myself, how Chiefs fared and how Mahomes fared against that pass rush. I mean, we might be taking a look at the points, but I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. So we're saying Rams by three. Is that our, our prediction? I'll go with a 24-21 Rams victory here, which will put it under your 45 there, Yanni. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that's right. I think that's what we're going to see here. Yeah. 24-21, let's call it that. Did I miss any player props you guys like or any of those other exotic props that uh, you liked in that Chiefs game, Yanni, with Mahomes' most pass yards? No, I, I you know, to be honest, I got to dig in a little bit more here with these props, but I think that there's a couple guys in this game you could look at. OBJ has obviously come on. We talked about IU coming on. OBJ, um, mm-hmm. actually one of the highest rated receivers since, you know, really since the last, again, five, six weeks. He's been playing yeah. well. Um, so, I mean, I think you can look at, at a play like that. And a half. Yeah, not, not a lot. And, I mean, you know, again, the, the Niners know Cooper Cup. And, of course, easier said than done taking him away. Everybody knows Cooper Cup. But I think with the focus on him, this could be a game where OBJ has another nice game. Um, you know, I, I think, again, got to dig in a little bit more. I don't necessarily have anything to, to give out at this point. But I don't know. I, I think, honestly, if you like taking over props, this might not be the game if you believe it's going to be a little less scoring, which, again, that's the way I'm leaning on it. So, you know, if you want to fade some players and, and take some unders, you can. But obviously, that's usually not too fun. And, uh, you know, it seems like for me this year, uh, it's it's been a tough fade. When I faded guys, they, you know, I, I faded Joey Burrow one week and he threw for like 700 yards, you know, so. It, it just thanks you Joe. Gotta be care- you got to be careful in these games especially fading stars because you know stars tend to rise up in games like this but that's also again kind of why I like OBJ I think this is a game where you know he could have a little bit of a resurgence here not that he hasn't had that the previous few weeks because he has but we could see that again here especially with the emphasis paid to Cooper Cup OBJ could be in the Super Bowl through all of that Start of the season, if you told me OBJ would will be in the Super Bowl, I'd be like, oh, I guess Baker Mayfield had a good year, huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and now <laughs> tables turned a little bit in here. Would this be two years in a row? If the Rams win, this would be two years in a row that teams host in the Super Bowl because it's in SoFi. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. I feel like that can't be. So let's go Niners. Let's hit the futures tickets. <laughs> <laughs> But I agree with that. We'll come out with some props. We'll be coming through them. But you don't want to fade guys like OBJ because all it takes is one catch. And you could have that that one for 63 and a touchdown. Man. And you're sitting there with like an under 51 and a half ticket. You're like, well, I'm going to throw that into the fireplace right now. So call it Rams by three. We're thinking Rams, Chiefs, Super Bowl. But would it shock you if the Niners won? Definitely not. And let's hope for Joe Burrow and the boys to hold their own. Any other closing thoughts before we go into conference championship weekend here, fellas? For me, ready for this uh, weekend, ready to see who's playing for the Super Bowl. Let's see it. I'm predicting one year from now we will be talking about the Buffalo Bills favored at home in the conference championship game. Oh, man, I, I need that. I hope you're right. <laughs> just, just look forward to it for 2023, right? <laughs> <laughs> just 12 months away. All right. Good stuff. JJ, Yanni, appreciate it as always. Thanks, Take man. Care.